Hi, it is my last night in Santa Fe, and I wrote a story, which I believe is going to be part one in a two-part series, and I would like to share it with you today. So here goes. It starts in Joshua Tree, California on January 4th, 2018, so about two and a half years ago. On January 4th, 2018, the night before my 30th birthday, I arrived to an empty Airbnb in Joshua Tree. My friend Chelsea, who was going to join me, her flight got canceled after waiting for waiting in the airport of 10 hours of delay in John F. Kennedy. It sucked. I was alone. I was freaking out. <laughs> I had a giant Airbnb all to myself. My lonesome, lonesome self as a 29, about to be 30 year old. I couldn't help myself. Tears started welling, then rushing down my face in gulps and fits. I called my mom for a little bit of comfort, who ended up sobbing on the phone along with me. Because <laughs> she felt so bad for me. In one of those existential moments of despair, I wondered to myself, what the hell was I doing in California alone? Who did I think I was? What was I doing here after all? So fast forward um, about two years. Um, on an afternoon on February, in late February 2020, I packed some stuff in my car and started driving east to Ohio, where I'm from. I didn't know how long I'd be gone for, only that I was, only that it was definitely time. I had been checking the John Hopkins COVID tracker obsessively, refreshing every five minutes. I had trouble sleeping at night, averaging around five hours, and even my favorite food, cookie dough, obviously, started becoming undesirable. Can you believe it? Nothing tasted good to me. I felt anxious all the time in my apartment, where I was holed up to work and sleep at night, completely solo, haunted by the helicopters and unmuffled cars whose loud noises ripped through the night. It took me around four days to drive to Ohio from Los Angeles, and that was an adventure in and of itself. I passed through a lot of really cool small towns and saw some things, um, and in those four days, I felt like I was riding a wave before it was about to crash, a la COVID closures in the United States, with states closing one after the other after the another, just days after I had departed them. Upon arriving home to the childhood house I grew up in, in Centerville, Ohio, my parents welcomed me with open arms. Being home offered a much needed respite for me. I was surrounded by two people who loved me and wanted to protect me. I felt safe. Within a few nights, I even got into a sleeping rhythm. It became easier to fall asleep at night for me, and I slept all the way through, and my appetite had started back again. Not only did cookie dough start tasting good, but other food did too, <laughs> which is probably important, even though cookie dough is my favorite food. But um, anyways, yeah. <laughs> the shame I felt for running home to mom and dad was overwhelmed by the gratitude I felt for getting this time to spend with my family. We cracked jokes, Zahorian-style banter. We drank beer. And when, my mother and when my brother came home, we started playing frisbee golf all together as a family. What a beautiful and rare experience this was. 
I recognized to be able to spend months with my family as an adult. As comfortable as this experience felt, it also was surreal at times. My daily walking routes included passing by the grade school, middle school, and high school I grew up in. Not much had changed besides the neighborhood kids becoming adults and neighborhood adults becoming older. I was one of them. As I walked around the neighborhood, I felt people watching me, rolling by slowly in their trucks, lingering just a few seconds too long at stop signs as I passed in my California getup. <laughs> it was, it was me. I had wild hair, grandpa attire, my bright blue glasses. These all stood out um, against what is perceived as typically Ohio. I was one of them and yet I was alien. My teenage years in Centerville flashed before my eyes. 20 years later, I was still not quite blonde enough, not quite petite enough, not quite normal enough to do Centerville in style. It felt very uncomfortable being in this place where I both fit but was also alien. It felt uncomfortable, the knowledge that Centerville probably hadn't seen somebody like me in some time. I felt the strong urge to find home, wherever home was, a place where people were more like me, a place where I belonged. So fast forward a couple months, around mid-May, I started fantasizing about what this home was and what it could be for me. I loved Southern California, where I had been living for the past three years, for the smell of sagebrush, the epic skies, especially during golden hour, the beautiful, brutal landscapes, and the access to the mountains and wildness. Was there a version of this sort of home out there for me without the loud cars and helicopters at night? New Mexico came to mind, sort of flashed before my very eyes, a place I'd wandered solo the year before and totally fell in love with. New Mexico was quiet and had all these things I loved about California. I made a plan to move out there for a month and became obsessed with it totally, to be honest. A perfect me, a perfect lifestyle, I thought to myself. Soon, I packed my car and left. How could Santa Fe not be my home? It was quiet, slower pace, amazing outdoors access and culture. Everyone I shared my plan with agreed with me. Santa Fe was perfect for me. It had everything I could ever want. Santa Fe would be the new Izzy. Santa Fe or bust. I would buy some land, build a home, and move there permanently before August 31st, 2020, before my lease in Los Angeles was up. This is the Santa Fe lifestyle I dreamed of. This was the home I knew I deserved and belonged. Fast forward to mid-June 2020, late at night, when I arrived in Santa Fe after six and a half hours of driving after visiting a friend in Golden, Colorado. It was dark when I arrived here, and I was exhausted. Santa Fe felt small to me. I was nervous and excited. I had trouble getting to sleep at night, and I finally nodded off around one in the morning. 
Fast forward five hours around 6 a.m. and I was harshly awakened by the sun. I coerced myself to step outside. I forced a smile. I smelled some scents that felt similar to LA, kind of. I walked around the neighborhood. I went for a coffee. I went to buy my favorite foods once the grocery stores opened to get myself a little more comfort. I sat and I took it all in and I nodded and I smiled, a sense of accomplishment across my face. I had made it. I had arrived. However, a few hours later, I started to bawl unexpectedly. A good, classic, ugly cry. <laughs> what the hell am I doing in Santa Fe during a pandemic where I know literally no one? My solo Joshua Tree birthday flashed before my eyes. The loneliness, the existential dread of being and dying alone. Why was I here in Santa Fe exactly? Who did I think I was? Thank you for listening. That was part one and what I believe will be a part two <laughs> in total story. This is my last night in Santa Fe. I look forward to sharing more with you about my experience over the past month here and the second part, episode two. And I hope you all are hanging in, doing well, and doing whatever you need to find that sense of home. Have a good night.